Hello, this is AJ. Welcome you back to another episode of Sex and Lattes. Uh, I know it has been a while, about a month to be exact, but here's a new episode. And I'm sitting here with my lovely latte, and it has a quite a pretty cup. Like, um, since it's the holidays, you know, winter, it is adorned with a lot of little uh, woodland creatures on a red cup, and I quite enjoy that. Uh, so using that as my inspiration, I'm thinking this episode is going to be about... Um, how do you say fetish? I believe a fetish for both lattes and sex can be considered something that you can adorn yourself with or add to the experience in order to enhance it. So let's begin with sex. What There's a lot of fetishes when it comes to sex. I mean, um, there's role play, there's people dress up. I mean, usually those two go hand in hand. Um, there, there's all sorts of things, you know, people might want to be watched by others, or they might have a very particular object that they want to be used, like, for example, wax, or ice cubes, or whips, or electrical devices, you know, it could be from everything to nothing, and, uh, yeah, let's go a little bit into the history of it all, you know, um, fetishes weren't always considered uh, something that was uh, supposedly sane. So uh, there's a lot of things that were fetishes were considered uh, a mental deviation. I remember reading in a book a while ago that like, um, well, yeah, homosexuality was considered a deviation. What else was there? Oh, yeah, BDSM, like that was also considered a deviation and a kind of like, a, uh, how to say, uh, maybe a psychiatric disorder, if you will. Or, like, yeah, anything like that. Voy voyeurism, like, if somebody, like, yeah, flashes somebody else. Uh, there was a few other ones, too. I don't remember off the top of my head, but, yeah. So a lot of fetishes, that like, they kind of go in and out of style, or if you will, uh, in and out of acceptance of society. Um, so just a little background information about the fetishes and sex. But, um... Yeah, and then now with access to porn, I think a lot of people come to realize that uh, their fetish is something that somebody else has, and usually they're quite common. <clears throat> um, I think uh, for women, I think one of the highest uh, fetishes are sort of like rape fantasies or being dominated. I don't even think that's anything unusual. I think, you know, that's... Uh, kind of very biological like you know you you want the man that you want <coughs> to take you over and to just you know show you that he can take care of you and uh, take you uh, places where you want to go especially sexual ones so what are my fetishes well um i like to be dominated i think that's a really uh, sort of classic fetish um, at least for me, I enjoy that. I enjoy watching it as well. I really like that power play, and it uh, it could be anyone over anyone. I mean, I like watching the same genders, like women on women or men on men, but that's if I'm going to wa watch it. I feel like it's a little bit different if you're actually going to perform it yourself or like what you expect from it. Uh, though I do gotta say at times I do like to dominate too, but I have to be in that special mood. And I think, 
I think, to be honest, really, with any sort of fetish, what drives it is the desire for it or the fact that you are so turned on by the experience that that turn on drives you forward and like it can sort of encompass others around you to enjoy that fetish and I think that's what fetish is about because it allows the person to be so excited and to drive um, themselves and their partner in this fantasy and sort of exploit it for their sexual pleasure um yeah um so you know considering uh about coffee like uh, what is the fetish of lattes well i guess you can kind of think that maybe a fetish of lattes is like how how do you drink it what do you add into it what do you do to it to spice it up uh i'm a big fan of vanilla lattes (laughs) not exactly a fetish if you translate it to you know vanilla sex but uh, for lattes i find uh, vanilla very pleasing especially like you know you can take it to the next level i've been experiencing many different kinds of syrups for lattes like uh there's like the um, i don't want to say the store-bought syrup but like there's some syrups that coffee shops use that you can buy anywhere and it's like uh, you know mass made aroma filled syrup with no real flavor to it and that becomes really disappointing especially if you go to really nice uh, coffee place and you're like okay they're making this lovely latte and i want like a little bit of vanilla and then they add to it and it just ruins the flavor because this artificial no sugar like sucralose filled syrup Ugh. Mm. <coughs> so that can be quite disappointing uh oh my god that's another thing you know like i feel like you should never uh, be shamed for your fetish and the same goes for lattes and i have been shamed for my vanilla latte interest about a year ago, I went to this uh, uh, place in my home city once I returned back from uh, Canada. And a really nice place, like lovely decor. Um, the guy working behind the counter, I think he's from Italy. Like, yeah, really fine uh, coffee place. And, you know, I go there, order a latte, I look at their, you know, fancy handwritten menu. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll take a latte. And then off the top of my head, I ask, oh, do you have uh, vanilla as well? I'd, I'd love to add some vanilla. And he said no. And I was like, okay, sure, just give me the regular one. And then proceeded to lecture me to no end of how it's not a real latte if you add all these syrups. Just absolute lecture, like, oh, you just don't understand the, the importance of having a pure latte and, like, you add all this shit to it and, uh, yeah, we don't have that here and really going on and on about it. Like, I would understand if I was really rude or I would have said, like, oh, what kind of place does not have this? I want my, I don't know, Starbucks extravaganza flavor overload. But that's perfectly fine. I just I love tasting vanilla lattes and I thought that maybe they had it. And, uh, yeah, once I got my latte, I felt really uncomfortable. And I was trying to sort of explain, like, I really don't care that it doesn't have the vanilla. I just, you know, would have would have been nice if it, they did have it. Mm. You know, I could just as easily say right now, oh, that latte was terrible. No, it was delicious. It was absolutely great. But I'm kind of afraid to go back there. Because I'm pretty sure I'll be <laughs> shamed again or he'll remember me. And so I never went back. Uh, which is a bit of a shame because I really did enjoy the latte and I did not care that they did not have vanilla, but it just, you know, sometimes it's nice to spruce things up. 
Uh, besides that, I do like caramel, but um, it's a bit of hit and a miss. Uh, some places really can't do caramel well, but others, when they mix in the milk just right, it's perfect. I have to say that I don't enjoy lattes with too much coffee in it. When they get too bitter, that's really not my forte. Definitely not my fetish. Mm, if I would have to compare something with sex, that's not my forte of mixing too much in one thing or another. can't really think of it. I'm not, not a big fan of condoms, but that's not really a fetish. That's just more, you know, trying to be uh, safe. That would be like, I guess, decaffeinated coffee. No, I guess that would be kind of like having sex with a man who has a vasectomy. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, what would be the equivalent if you think of like a, a latte that is, uh, or like sex-wise, that is, that I don't enjoy too much of? Uh... I guess the only thing that just pops into my head is like with fingers and if somebody used like too much nail or or they really boast. Yeah, like boasting is really, it's, I mean, it's not really a fetish, but when somebody like builds up and says that they can do all those things, but usually you can kind of see through it. And I noticed that's what lattes do. There's some coffee places where the owner is really like, ah, oh, this is the best. And, you know, I, I put so much work into it and you taste it and you're like, eh, it's all right. But again, not really a fetish. Oh man, my throat is really scratchy. <coughs> oh, I think it's the latte I'm drinking. Quite uh, rough on the <laughs> on that aspect of it. Oh, I'm getting a little tear in my eyes. Uh, I, yeah, well, that makes me think of another thing. I do enjoy giving blowjobs. I think those are a lot of fun, which is quite funny because in the beginning of my sexual development, I was really much against them. I thought like, oh, I'm never going to do that. And once it happened, I was like all over it. Um, I guess it's kind of the same maybe with coffee. You know, you, it's not something that you seek after, but after, you know, you can develop a sort of taste for it. Yeah, but yeah, besides the coffee taste itself, I really enjoy like the, the cups it comes in, the fact that I yeah buy it out. I, I find that very exciting. I think it's the way yeah you present yourself, which of course another part of the fetish is dress up, and I have a lot of different outfits. It's been a while since I used them, but I, I bought quite a few, and it's always fun. You know, you get a quite a nice surprise on somebody else's face. Hasn't happened so much for me that the person I was with they dressed up. I think it's a little bit harder to get men to dress up for you. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh yeah there has been role plays, but actually yeah more recently. Um, the guy I was re I'm recently seeing, like, yeah, he dresses up. So it's been kind of like us switching that, which is kind of nice. Because you get to experience the other side of it. But yeah. Like my adorned uh, coffee, and I like my adorned men. Uh, so that will be the episode for today. Uh, see you next time. I'm AJ, and bye-bye. Uh,